this week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with a young driver by name and probably by nature. Dylan Young speaks to us on Inside Motorsport. Dylan, interesting to see that you have spent most of your motor racing career overseas, not racing in Australia as many people would expect a 29-year-old with 10 years experience to have done. Yeah, thanks Craig, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's nothing against Australia, I live in the greatest city and greatest country on earth here in Melbourne, um, so I, I love the place, but yeah, after a very, very great stint in carts back in the day, uh, straight away I sort of set sights on overseas and went through Formula BMW Pacific and um, yeah, sort of have been in open wheelers ever since overseas, um, so I've been obviously living the dream, but yeah, it's, um, it's been an interesting journey to say the least. What drew you to motor racing and, and karting in the first instance? Blame blame my old man for sure on that. So he was he was a pretty big motorsport fan. He, he never was a racing driver himself or anything. He claimed he's pretty good behind the wheel, but uh, he just took me to the first F1 race here at Elba Park in 1996, and yeah, I got hooked straight away on it. But you know, everyone knows this sport is pretty costly, so it was a matter of probably eight years from my first F1 race as a spectator before I actually could start karting and, and really sort of begin to to uh, take this journey ahead. So, um, yeah, I just, I loved it from a kid and I'm doing what I've always wanted to do, which I'm very, very thankful for. Now, you went from karting into Formula BMW and running throughout the Formula BMW Pacific Series. Yeah, so um, it was interesting because Daniel Ricciardo doing Formula BMW Asia, which obviously then became Pacific, and uh, yeah, it was, it was sort of the first choice um, just because obviously it's, it's a pretty good car to step into. Um, it's not too powerful or anything like that, so it, it teaches you the groundwork pretty well. Um, and at the same time, my dad was living in Thailand, in Asia, and um, it's it's pretty close, isn't it, to, to jump on a plane. So we sort of thought, you know, I didn't have the budget to get to Europe or anything straight away, and, and logically it just made a bit more sense to, to take some baby steps. And, uh, yeah, so I lived in Asia for a few years as well, and I, I really missed home. And, but that, that was the hard thing about it, living in Asia, trying to get the sponsorship, because obviously they don't really want to sponsor a driver from overseas. So... Eventually, we decided to come back to Melbourne, and it's been working really well. This weekend, approaching, you head back to Dubai for the, well, the MRF Challenge, which is a, a Formula 3 series, with the goal to launch yourself from that series, 15 races in pretty quick succession, then into all-going well Europe. Yes, I've been stuck in MRF for a few years now. Look, I have a really good relationship with the category organisers, and, and it's a great championship. As you said, they sort of throw the races in quick succession, so it's usually sort of 15, 16 races across, you know, three or four months uh, maximum. And it's, yeah, we've had some really good drivers do it. All the big names from Europe tend to, to come over after their championship. So for me, it, I get to go up against people that I really respect, and, and they set the benchmark. So... Look, I know, I know the car pretty well. I know the circuits, but yeah, having an extended layoff compared to most of the drivers that have been competing around the clock in Europe all year is not great. But hey, you know, um, 
as I said, I'm living the dream, mate. So I'm really, really excited to get back over there. So the series runs on a lot of Formula One spec tracks. You start in Dubai and uh, racing in Bahrain. And what's yep. that Middle East series? How many different countries are all part of it? Well, they've sort of changed it a few times over the years. So two years ago, we, we went to Qatar the Doha circuit and that was mega where <laughs> they have the MotoGP there so that track was amazing we're not going back there anymore unfortunately but we've also done Yas Marina in Abu Dhabi so we were there last year not going back this year unfortunately again but yeah usually they run it from Bahrain the United Arab Emirates as I said, Qatar, um, but it's it's also got a heavy India focus with MRF being the title sponsor. So we always do the finale in Chennai, which is a really old school track. It's bumpy, dogs running across the track and everything. It's pretty crazy. Um, and a few times we've raced at the Bud F1 circuit in Delhi where they used to have the F1 race there. So, yeah, predominantly Middle East and India. And in the uh, week leading up to heading over to Dubai, you had some... Uh, great support come on board from the Crystal Creek Rainforest Retreat. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really thankful for them because without their support, I uh, wouldn't have been able to take up this opportunity. So I can't thank them enough uh, for coming on board. It was um, a really big show of faith from Chris, uh, the owner. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to, to promote the retreat uh, and sort of push that to the many Melbourne fans that I've got. So um, look, we'll be we'll be pushing out some really amazing content and uh, competitions over the next few months. So stay tuned. Obviously, uh, promoting them into an international audience as well. Yes, national and international. As I said, we live uh, we live in God's country um, out here. So yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of a lot of sort of people who uh, we want to be targeting, and um, yeah, we'll have a campaign moving forward on that very shortly. Now, what's your end game in motor racing? Uh, look, mate, I, I just want to, I want to be driving for as long as I can. Um, you know, everyone knows it's the best feeling on earth and, um, I just want to continue this for as long as I possibly can. Uh, I think, you know, me at my age, um, I've got to make some pretty, pretty sort of stern choices or strong choices, I should say. Um, but look, the, the sort of the world endurance championship route really excites me. Um, I think there's so many opportunities there. Uh, if you team up with the right people. So that's something that I think will be a heavy focus for me over the next few years. But obviously, it's incredibly difficult. Um, you know, there's a lot of drivers driving for the same thing. So, um, yeah, we're just going to have to see where it takes me. Now, eight months since you were last in the car, yep. what have you been doing? Are you a simulator-type driver that can jump in a sim and get what you need out of it? Uh, look, yes and no. I don't do much work at all um i think sims are really useful for learning new tracks um but i've sort of been to the circuit so i'm, I'm going to um so you know in that regard I'm, I'm pretty confident and as i said it's not great to have to have the layoff but that said last year we had the same problem where i was out of a car for eight or nine months um and we rocked up at the first race in bahrain and then yeah in the first race i was on the podium which was pretty um a pretty big, you know, sort of confidence boost for me having that long layoff. So, yeah, it's it's never easy seeing all the guys, you know, racing uh, full time throughout the year. But uh, I know I've got the the ability to compete. Um, and yeah, I've just got to get over there and jump in the car for SP1 and, and get on it as soon as I can. Mm. Now, obviously, uh, you've 
had a couple of people uh, nibble at uh, at you and your potential driving. And can you talk us through having what it was like to ha- have a a test with a team like Force India, who of course run in Formula One, but have a lot of feeder uh, divisions to their whole organisation. Yeah, so I did a test with the GP3 team. I wish it was the F1 team. Um, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be over the moon. But, yeah, look, that was two, oh, what was it, two, three years ago in Abu Dhabi. And, um, look, at that time, like any driver, I was pretty hell-bent on, you know, the F1 dream and, and, and it being only F1 and nothing else. Um, it was – I had a big opportunity to, to move into GP3. Um, but, obviously, like – a lot of issues that drivers face, budget, um, sort of the stumbling block that, that brought it down. So, um, look, as I said, there's two ways of looking at it. You can look back and, you know, say what if, but there's many, many people that would kill um, to, you know, to have those opportunities. So I'm really, really thankful for the people that even gave me the chance and got me close. And, um, yeah, it was, it was an awesome experience. Mm. Well, all the best kicking off, of course, as we mentioned, this weekend in Dubai. We uh, look forward to seeing how you progress throughout this uh, very truncated, it's a bit like uh, what we see in New Zealand, isn't it, with the compressed season for the Toyota Racing Series? Yeah, I'll, I'll be a tired boy, mate. I will. So five races are uh, in the heat. Um, it's going to be awesome. So thanks for the Thanks for the chat, and obviously, uh, yeah, hopefully I'll get some silverware home. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time around, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.